Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Journey into Passion with me and me, KS, on Everyday Folks Radio. It is Saturday, February 2nd, 2019, and we are in the Black History Month. And just like everything else, you know how everything else goes in life, the studio wasn't working so well, so I'm going to go get logged in right now. And if you have any questions or comments, you know what to do. Call 347-539-5372, or you can send me an email to anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. All right, so we're in the studio, and now let's start the show. Well, here we are. We are on the changeables list today. The last show we talked about the non-negotiables. Now we're going to talk about the changeables. And, of course, you know, during each and every show, I always hope that you will be inspired and encouraged as we all continue on our journeys into our passions. I also hope that you will hear something that will challenge the way you normally do things so that you will go from working on your passions to realizing them. Now, I have to start out with a happy birthday, and happy birthday to my dear friend, Diane Lewis. I hope you are somewhere having a great time. I know you have a busy life. But I hope you do take some time to enjoy yourself, and I just want to say thank you for being a lifetime friend and one of my dear sisters. I cherish our, my, my friendships like this, and I hope that you all do as well because they are rare. So happy birthday, Diane. Do something fun. And happy birthday to anyone else celebrating this weekend. Take some time to celebrate you. And I want to thank everybody who wished me a happy birthday on this past January 22nd. I'm still celebrating. I want to say thank you once again. I appreciate all of you. Uh, Much love and hugs and kisses to my family and my friends and my mom and Dawn, my dear friend Dawn, for making my day special. Thank you so much. And I loved reading all the posts. Really loved it. Happy Black History Month. It is February, and you know it's Black History Month, and I celebrate all of the foot foot soldiers who ushered in our our ancestors to freedom. I celebrate the foot soldiers of the Civil Rights Movement and many of the foot soldiers of today as the struggle continues. I also celebrate the history makers that are creating new spaces of opportunity and generations to come. If you haven't already, read their journeys and share their stories. Stories like from, of course, you know, Dr. King, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, and current history makers like Oprah, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, and Kamala Harris. Let their stories inspire you. Now, last Saturday, I recorded a show that had some static on it, and you'll probably see a test show on the lineup. I just recorded just to make sure that um, the, the static wasn't an issue, and there wasn't. It didn't come back on that particular show, but... If you hear it for any reason, if you hear any kind of static, I'm bringing up my email. And, of course, I always have my email up because I want to hear from you. But I'm going to bring it up just to make sure. Just um, shoot me a quick email to anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. Let me know if you hear anything. And, of course, you know you can always send me a question or comment because you know I always welcome those and look forward to hearing from you. All right. Now, as promised, I always keep you up to date on what's going on. And I have quite a few things going on, including moving, just recently moved, uh, writing two books, getting ready for show number 60. Can you believe that? 60 shows. It's been three years this year. 
doing this show, and I want to thank all of you who have been tuning in. And, of course, you know I'm blogging and I'm beginning a new job. You know how that works. You move to a new area. you got to start all over again. I'm preparing for, up, for some upcoming speeches and putting together some final touches on the book that I plan to launch very soon. I'm not just talking about the year of realization and going higher. I'm actually living it. So now because a lot of things are going on, I won't be on for the next two Saturdays. I have the speaking engagement um, next Saturday, and you've seen it on my social media. And I'm also going to be helping the, the, uh, the event director for an occasion honoring the founders and distinguished members of the Richmond Heights community on the following Saturday. So I'm always honored to be asked to, for that attempt to attend that event and to be a part of it. So be patient with me. I'm trying to get it all fitted in. But the next show will air on February 23rd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's show number 60. And then I'll come back after that on March the 9th. Okay? A couple of things. South Florida Riders Association, the 9th Annual Mangoes Conference, next Saturday, February 9th at the Winston Park Adult Clubhouse at 8100 Southwest 132nd Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33183. Keynote speaker will be Kenneth and Kurtz, and I have the honor of being one of the speakers as well. And, of course, you also know Zarina Fry. She's going to be, she and I are going to be sharing a space on that day. The cost is $60, $25 for students. RSVP is required. Check more out at www. Dot South Florida Writers ASSN dot org. And of course, you know me, one stop shop. Just go to my social media, it's all there. Now, here's something new the Dedications Dance Academy will present The Escape, which chronicles the Underground Railroad and the story of Harriet Tubman, will be narrated by South Florida's very own actress playwright, Mrs. Regina Hodges. And it will also feature the highly acclaimed Dance Academy, Dedications Dance Academy, under the artistic direction of the award-winning choreographer, Mr. Raymond Young. And it's going to happen at the Bethel Church, located at 1440-14440 Lincoln Boulevard in Richmond Heights, Florida, Friday through Saturday, February 22nd through the 24th at 7 p.m. Doors will open at 630 Tickets are $15 in advance and $20 at the door. Children are children 5 to 12 are $10. And group rates, you can call 786-587-2389 for group tickets. And you can see more, of course, on my social media and the church website at www.tbcmiami.org. And, of course, remember to catch up with everything Everyday Folks Radio right here on the Everyday Folks Radio lineup, and check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash journey into passion with Anike S, and my website at anikemadison.com. All right, so today we're talking the changeables. Make sure to have a pen and paper ready to take some notes because you're going to want to do that. And I am going to do something here, just a little sound check. Make sure everything is good. All right. Now, from the very beginning of the year of realization, we need to understand what we should and should not negotiate or change on this journey. Now, I, have a, I personally have a history of doing things that God clearly doesn't want me to do out of fear, and it never works out for me. In 2014, I decided I wasn't going to do that anymore. I decided that I was going to make a change and that I was going to finally say yes, yes to opportunities, yes to leaps, and I've been doing that ever since. I'm glad I did, because saying yes provided me with a blog with over 2,000 subscribers, a show with listeners all around the world, the ability to showcase my writing skills, and to become an award-winning short story writer, as well as an author, playwright, and screenwriter. I stepped out of my comfort zone and took some scary leaps, and the rewards just keep coming with speaking engagements and a couple of life-changing projects I'm going to be sharing with you later on this year. Now, while I'm realizing my passions and realizing all these wonderful things and making great connections with like-minded people, I'm also using some of my major life lessons to help me continue on this life-changing journey. 
which led me, of course, to create the non-negotiable list. And this is what I shared on my last show. And so here are some of the non-negotiables. And I don't know if it's just me. I'm hearing a little static, so I'm going to do a little adjustment. Of course, let me know if you hear some. I'm watching my email. All right. And so let's go over the non-negotiable list that I shared on last week's show. Number one, who you are. Number two, your why. Number three, your worth. Number three, your be- number four, your beliefs. Number five, your passions. Number six, your time. Number seven, your goals and promises. Number eight, your ultimate destination. Number nine, your self-care. Number 10, your true opportunities. And, of course, this show is available for, to, for you to hear on the Everyday Folks lineup. And, of course, I go through each and every option on that list. And so you can get more information on the previous show. Now, here is the main changeables list. I use the word main because we all have different journeys, and it will be important for you to add your own additional additional items to your own list based on your own journey. So once again, I'm going to share the list first and then go through each item. And my prayer is that it will be helpful to you you as it has been helpful to me. So here are some things that you may want to change on your journey, that may change on your journey. Your how your when, your who. Now, hold on. I know you said, but your who was on your non-negotiables list, which is true. But that's, what I'm talking about is not who you are, but who you work with, who you hang with, who you share things with. Because not everyone will be able to handle your journey or go with you on your journey. And also, not everybody will understand your journey. So I'm going to talk about that. Number four is your what? Number five is your now. Number six, there may be life changes. Seven, interim opportunities may change and provide changes. Now, on the non-negotiable list, you're going to see true opportunities listed. But there are interim opportunities that can lead to true opportunities. So we're going to talk more about that because I don't want you to close the door too quickly on interim interim opportunities because they may not look like the real thing. You may be missing something. Also, your surroundings may change. So that's the list. Now let's begin with the how. It's important to be adaptable because things become outdated and we just have to keep up with the time. You know, five five years ago, things were happening a certain way. Two two years ago, one year ago, (laughs) things were happening, and now it's totally changed. I mean, look at the iPhone, for example. One time, one thing, the the latest version is the greatest thing ever, and then it becomes obsolete. So we have to keep up to date with possible changes that can take place on our journey and ensure that we are not falling behind the times. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have to to throw everything away that you were working on because everything has changed. I'm going to give you an example on that, for my own personal example. I wrote a play based on anger. And this anger I felt every time I saw a young black man get killed or unjustly arrested. It just frustrated me everything, every single time I saw a story like that. And so I put it into words. I put my frustration into words. And today, some of those things that I've wrote, they, they changed. But I'm not going to throw away my work that I still believe in. I'm just going to make adjustments. So before throwing out your work and your, your heart, things that you put your heart and soul into, See where adjustments can be made. Things, things, the, th- the changes to your how doesn't mean that your whole journey has to change, just some aspects of it. Your, your how can also change based on your experiences, what you learn and your growth. However, there are certain instances that will cause your how to go onto your non-negotiable list. And number one is when God provides the direction. You have your how from, from God's direction, so there's no changes necessary there. Next, when you're approached with ideas that don't fit your journey, please resist the, the temptation to make adjustments to those, those things because if it doesn't fit your journey, if it doesn't fit what God, what God would have you to be, 
it's not it's not worth the change. Remember, you are a who you are is a non-negotiable. If you start making these kind of changes, who you are will be affected. And I'm talking from experience; it doesn't work. So the who is not who you are. We're going to talk more about talk about um, who you who you deal with. That's later. But I just want to make make sure you have that distinction. So, of course, now and I, I can hear you thinking. There's some things that are just going to. It's going to, just going to be a part of the daily life, and that's true. Things like your nine-to-five jobs and your daily chores. And I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about the difference between you realizing your passion and doing what you were created to do versus becoming someone you don't recognize. That's really the bottom line of what I'm talking about. And, you may, and that may come up because there may be certain situations that become more profitable or someone you thought cared about you wants you to change. But trust me. People who care about you want you to have what you desire. Please remember that. Don't change your how just because they think that this is the way you should, you, the way you should do it when you know that that's, that's not going to work. All right, so don't forget to share your thoughts and ask your questions by sending me an email to anike, A-N-I-K-A, passionjourney at gmail.com. And also I'm watching the studio and press number one on your keypad when you're ready to ask a question or make a comment. They're ready to go. Number two, your win may change. We all have a timeline where we want things to happen, but life doesn't work out that way. And sometimes, it's, <laughs> and if it's been my experience, sometimes it's better that it doesn't happen that way. See, and here's a couple of reasons why, and this is I'm talking from life experience. We're not ready yet. Number two, there's something better waiting that we can't see yet. And number three, we're about to enter into something we don't realize that's not right for us. That's a hard pill to swallow. When you start, when you work hard and you start getting into all these different things and you start to realize this is not really where you're supposed to be, that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow because that's a, that's a lot of wasted time. So take it from me. If you can see before you even get there that this is not where, you, where you're supposed to be, stop immediately. Because I've said this before and I've said it again, only God knows the end of our story. So stop while you're ahead. Stop while you are ahead. And also, it is what it is, right? Sometimes we have to go through some things in order to become stronger and get into the position of helping others. I know that's been my, my case, and I know for many of you it's been yours as well. So don't be married to your win. It's great to have goals. Like I will have that project done by Friday at 12 p.m. There's some things that, that is, that's true. When we, we have to do our jobs or it's important goals in our lives. But we cannot always confirm the win, W-H-E-N is what I'm saying, when we reach our we can't determine our win when we're talking about our ultimate destination or something that we've been praying for. We know, okay, we've been praying for this. It's going to happen on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Some things will just happen in God's time and not our own. We just need to do our part and let God do his. Number three, your who. Now, once again, it's not who you are. It's who you hang with, who you work with, who you share things with. That's the who I'm talking about. Not everybody's going to be able to go on your journey. Not everybody's going to understand it. And sorry to tell you, but not everybody's going to care. Just the way it is. So let's start with who you work with. We have all heard this phrase, you know, talk about um, working with friends and family. Just make sure it's be careful or don't do it at all. And sometimes that is true. Sometimes it works out great. Sometimes it's a horrible, horrible idea. But we have to understand the person before we get into the relationship, just like anybody else. Understand if they understand the difference between a working relationship and a friendship. And also, just be real about this person. And I came up with some things just to consider. Number one, can I really count on this person? 
Have they been there when I needed them? If your answer is no, you don't even need to continue this list. You can stop right there. The question to working with them is no. Number two, have they taken the time out to really understand what I'm doing? If they haven't, wait a minute, because they might not have had the opportunity. So present it first. See what happens. If there's no interest, then once again, you can stop right here. But if we're good, let's go on to number three and ask, do they support me and what I'm doing? Notice I wrote support and, support me and what I'm doing. Because people may support your work but not you as a person. That can't work if you're working together. Because especially if God leads you in a different direction, you have to go. And if they're not going to be going with you, that's a problem. So let's just say you have the opportunity to create savory and sweet masterpieces in the kitchen. And you end up going into the baking business with a friend. Your friend sticks with you as long as they, you are creating those sweet pastries because they love the sweet pastries, all their friends love the p- sweet pastries, and it works out. But then you get a chance to branch out into the world of savory pastries, like meat, the meats and, and not, things that are not so sweet. And your friend is ready to quit because you made this change. Now, at this point, do you save the friendship or do you go get that money? Listen, you should not have to get to this point or make this kind of decision. Most of the time, we know that this is going to happen before we even get into the working experience, working relationships. So avoid it from the start. You should not have to decide between a friendship and going to get uh, more opportunities and more money. Don't do it. It doesn't make sense. So if you know that that's going to happen ahead of time, don't even enter into the relationship. How do they handle tough situations? That's number four. Will they be there when things get difficult? Be honest. You know, a lot we're trying to be soft and, well, you know, it's something just, no, no, no. Be honest. Be hard, truth, honest. This is business. If they bailed out on you before, unless there's a really good reason, you know, life happens. You get sick. You have to care for a sick loved one. Um, something devastating happens in your life. If there was a good reason why they weren't able to, then that's different. But I'm talking about they just didn't feel like it or they just flaked out on you. Because life can throw us some curveballs, and we have to be able to rely on those that are going to be there in our working relationship. Next up, does their background fit into what I'm doing? Now, if it's different, don't be too quick to say no. Because if everything else is good, if, if, you look, if you're thinking about the rest of the questions on this list and everything else is good, then their background might be helpful to you. So, if, for instance, if they have a business background and you're a creative, and let's just say you want to, do a, you want to create a, a greeting card company, and, that's, and you just want creatives, you want people to help you create these cards, but your cousin has a business background, don't be too quick to say no to your cousin because they could be the business manager, right? So just make sure that if all the other answers to this question line up and they're all positive, you might want to go ahead and talk to that, that, uh, that cousin who can actually add to your business. Number six, will they be there for me for the long haul or will they quit on me? Once again, if you know this in advance, maybe they have other aspirations that will pull them away and you know that that's going to happen. Don't enter into the working relationship if you know that this is going to happen because it's just going to frustrate you later. Number seven, how well do we really get along? Don't walk into misery hoping eventually everything will work out. It won't. And number eight, do they understand the difference between business and and friendship? You can run into a situation where they can take advantage because you're friends. You know, they, they don't meet deadlines. They don't honor the work you do. Or they do something different because they think this is going to be great. Now, they know that you don't like it, but they do it anyway because you're a friend and everything is going to be okay. It's not. Next, are they focused or all over the place? Because focus is important. And finally, will they bring to the, they will, what will they bring to the table in this partnership? 
Will it be helpful or does it make sense to what you're doing? If you've been working to own your own upscale boutique, for example, don't go into business with somebody who wants to own a diner. doesn't make sense. All right, so before I go on to number four, I'm going to do an email check to make sure I don't have any emails coming in. I do have an email. All right. Hello, Shay. Thank you so much for tuning in. And she says, what a mouthful. (laughs) You cannot take everyone with you on your journey. But that seems to be so much easier said than done, and she is so right. So what are three practical steps separating, to separating yourself from people who you identify are toxic to your next level? Oh, now that's, yeah. She is so right, and I just want to touch on that first because it's so true. It really is easier said than done because especially when it comes to friendships with people that you care about or maybe you, you have a heart for that person, you want to help that person, I get it. I really do get it. But you have to think about, and let's, let's go back to that non-negotiable list, you know, of, of what you want, who you are, these things, because I, that's my number one, actually, just going back to that non-negotiable list. Because once you have put it into your mind that I will not negotiate what I want to do, I will not negotiate what this is going to be, because this is where God has me and there's no negotiating this, that's your number. I, I think that's number one as far as the practical step of separating yourself from those people. You have to, it starts in your mind and because sometimes your mind and your heart it works together. So get into your mind first and, 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 and be strong and put, your, and put your foot down about that. Um, another thing for separating yourself from people who identify, who, who are, are, that you identify are toxic well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go two different ways. First, I'm going to go with family because that's the, that's the most difficult relationship to separate yourself from, right? You see them every day. They're in your house or, they're, or they come to your house or they're just in your family, and that's, that's, that's difficult. The thing is, is that you have to – you can't keep them out of your life because they're a part of your life, but you can keep them out of your journey, and you can do that by not talking to them about your journey. They don't get a chance to be a part of that journey. They don't get a chance to understand it. They don't get a chance to become a part of it. None of that. Your conversation stops. Family situations, that's fine. But when it comes to your journey and your passions, that's where you stop. That's where the conversation ends. And don't invite them. They, they can celebrate with you later, but right now, while you're on this journey, they don't get to be a part of it. And a third thing as far as identifying, let's see, and once again, just, just in case you're just tuning in, um, she asked, what are three practical steps to separating yourself from people who you identify are toxic to your next level? When you recognize that toxic, that toxicity that's coming towards you, really look at it for what it is. A lot of times because they're a family or they're a friend or there's somebody that you respect, could be somebody you respect, your heart softens because of who they are. But you got to look at them in a different way. You got you to gotta see that toxic nature first before you actually see the person because if your heart softens and you're going to soften and you're going to invite them in and they don't belong there. But if you, if you know that, that they're, they're toxic, then you have to see that coming and you have to deal with that first rather than, oh, they're my friend or they're the, my family. So once you identify that, that's a, that's a good way to, you know, put the hand up and say stop, <laughs> you know, and, and, and once again, don't invite them into the conversation. And also, when things go wrong, they don't get to be a part of that conversation either, because they can add to what's go- they can add to what's going on. You know, they if 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 say you fail at something, they're probably going to be the first ones to say, "See, told you so." 
but stop the conversation. They don't need to be a they don't need to be a part of the conversation because they're going to start putting things into your mind. They're going to make you say, "Oh, well, maybe they were right." They're not right about anything because they weren't there when God told you what 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 this vision is. They weren't there when when God gave you the visions. They are not right about anything that's outside of what God told you. Period. Explanation point. So. I hope that helps, Shay. Just let me know. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you so much for the question. I really, really appreciate it. And so now I'm going to check the call, make sure. Okay, we're doing good there. All right. Number four on our changeable list is your what. Your what may change when your how changes. And I thought about this because this is kind of, this is kind of interesting, and I started thinking about it. Because if you're working on something like owning a small salon and then an opportunity for a chain comes along, your approach to setting up the small, the small salon is going to be far different from the chain, right? So your how or your approach has been changed based on your new what. You know, the how, the approach, and, of course, the chain is the what. So don't be afraid to go bigger when you, something happens to your what, you know, that. First, your first what is a small chain, it's a small salon, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the, the, the next chain, the next what is the chain, right? So don't be afraid to go bigger. Sometimes that happens, but if God feels that you're ready and the opportunity comes, go for it. Number five on the changeables list is your now. I had my plans laid out more than once. And a life change, a life change, ended up turning things upside down, and it happens all the time, right? And it can happen in an instant. This is just one of those moments when you have to be adaptable. You know, at 1 p.m., you're on your way to an interview, which you think is perfect. Oh, I'm, I can't wait to get this job. And you basically were told you have a job. It's just a formality that you're doing the interview, right? Then you're in your car. You're turning off your car, you're gathering your resume, you're getting ready to go in the building, and you get an unexpected call from a company that you were kind of hoping that, that would call because they pay more, they're closer to you. And even though it's not quite exactly what you wanted to do, but there are aspects of it that you love and there's more room to grow. And once again, you basically have the job. So at this point, you're now, that instant has changed. When you're thinking that you're going to go one way, now you have another opportunity. This is where that non-negotiable and changes list, changeable list can really help you in this situation before you move, before you move forward. Because you have to remember there's some non-negotiables. If, if there's some non-negotiables that you're checking off, then, then you know which direction to go. But if there's some negotiable areas and you're thinking, well, actually, this will be, based on that, this will be a better opportunity, then you know which way to go. So you're thinking about that. Number six is your life change. When it comes to insurance, we all know if you've ever had a life change for insurance, there are certain things that you can do during a calendar year, January to December, that are normally not allowed. So, for example, you can't, change, you make, can't make changes to your insurance carrier outside of an enrollment period. However, if you move to a certain area and that, that particular insurance carrier is no longer in that area, then there's a certain period of time that you can make a change and go to a different carrier, and that's called a life event. So when we experience a life change, there are certain things we have to do in order to accommodate this change. And many times we have to make this accommodation in, in a certain period of time in order to ensure that the new life change works. Like if, you, if you're about to adopt a toddler, there's a certain amount of time you better baby-proof your home or you can say goodbye to some prized possessions that are within that toddler's reach. If you're living in one state and you receive a major opportunity in another, got that certain amount of time to make sure that you get things in place, you get a new a home, move your belongings, new child care. You have a certain amount of time to get those things ready so that you can go forward in that new and that new great job or that new great career that adds a better lifestyle. So life changes 
They're going to happen. While it's not possible to be ready for everything, you, if you adopt the idea of being adaptable, then you will be ready for every change. Number seven, interim opportunities. Now, if you remember on the non-tangible list, I had true opportunities listed, right? On the non-negotiable list, uh, of course, you know, you, you saw the, the true opportunities, but there are interim, uh, but on the changeable list, there's an interim opportunities that can lead to true opportunities. I'm going to say that again because I kind of messed that up. On the changeable list, there are interim opportunities that can lead to true opportunities. So don't close the door too quickly if you feel there may be something there because you may miss something. Now, a true opportunity is going to align with your purpose. An interim opportunity may not look like it aligns, but take a second look. Now, of course, you know by now I'm going to give you an example because <laughs> I always think that those help, um, help my point. So let's talk about Alice. Alice wants to be a power speaker. That's all she wants in life. She just wants to be a power speaker. She wants to make money being a power speaker, and that's it. And she's been told that she is a great speaker, and she has a powerful message, and she's been told this time and time again. So she's thinking, okay, I'm going to go for it. Then one day she's told to write a book and do her best to get a big audience of readers. Now, she writes on occasion, but she doesn't want to spend a lot of time writing a book. She she's, it's too much um, of a time investment. She doesn't want to do it. So she skips that and says, nah, forget it. I'm just going to go for the paid, paid speaking engagement. So she creates her portfolio she, of past two speeches. She creates a speaking resume, and she's ready to go. After putting out herself out there for six months, she gets two unpaid speaking engagements with no paid opportunities. In fact, she's been told on several occasions that thing that irritates her the most, write a book. So she finally does it and ends up with a best-selling book, three new paid speaking engagements with more to come. One of the gigs that she received even came after one month after one of the unpaid speaking engagements and the other from the original person who told her to write the book. Now, in this example, I did a couple of things. First, I showed her true opportunity. She is a great power speaker, and she has had the opportunity to speak. That's her first ultimate destination. Next, her ultimate destination, her next ultimate destination is to become a full-time paid speaker. That's what she wants. She had to take an interim opportunity in order to reach that destination, which was writing that book. And, the best, and that book became the best uh, bestseller based on her powerful message. So she already had what she needed to make that interim opportunity work. She just needed to do it so that it can lead to her ultimate destination. Third, Alice realized the interim opportunity did not work against her ultimate destination because sometimes we think about that. Sometimes it doesn't always work against what we're trying to do. It actually helps her get there. Fourth, the interim opportunity not only helped her to get to her ultimate destination, it helped her to to go above and beyond what she wanted. So don't close the doors too quickly. There may be something that you're missing. All right, so let's do a time check. We are, oh, 21 minutes towards the end of the show. I want to do an email check just to make sure. All right, so let's get back into it. You know that you can send me an email to Journey at gmail.com. And if you are on the phone now, just press number one on your keypad and let me know that you want to chat with me or ask me a question. So number eight and the final, op- the fin- um, final number on our changeable list, your surroundings may change. This can be one of the most difficult changes to deal with on your journey towards realizing your passion. When you're in a familiar place, you're in a comfort zone. You know where everything is, and for the most part, you know what's possible and what isn't. But when you move, you don't have the ability to have that crutch anymore. Now you have to figure out some things on your own, and that's not always easy, especially if you have a system in place that you thought was working. But I have a question for you. Was it working? 
Because here's the thing. If you've been on something for more than three months with no return investment at all, is it really working? Sometimes the move causes you to see things differently and lights a fire under you. It's difficult to now. It's difficult to know what's working when you're inside of a box, right? Because you don't know what's going on outside of that box. But when you get outside of that box, you can see what needs to be changed, and a move can do that for you. So two things here. You may want to consider a move if your crutch is holding you back. Now, of course, you know what to do. You know how to do your research, make sure that everything makes sense for a move. You know to to pray about it. You know all that. But if a crutch is holding you back, that's something to consider. Pray about it. B, if your surroundings do change, think of it as looking outside your box and discover something new that will push you to your ultimate destination. And that, my friends, is the main changeable list. Like the non-negotiable list, you will add to it as necessary because this is your list. But what I've given you is based on the life lessons that I have learned and things that are universal for all of us. Of course, the goal for these past two shows is to get you to see the main things that you should and should not negotiate or change during this year of realization. These shows, I like to think of, are the setup for the win. All right, so let's go and do a time check and a call check. We've got 18 minutes left in the show. And so now what I want to do is I want to talk about needs versus wants and anticipation versus the one-day mentality. Now, I remember the first time I created a needs versus wants list. I thought it was a waste of time. But I'm like, I already know the difference between a need versus a want. Why don't I just create this stupid list? It wasn't until I actually began to create one for myself that I realized the importance of this list. It's not that we don't know, okay, you have to eat healthy and take care of yourselves versus eating a pizza and cheesecake. We, we all know that. That's, that's a given. It's more of what we don't realize that's an eye-opener, and it, was, and it was for me. So took my piece of paper, drew my line down the middle, got my wants on my one side and my needs on my other. And, what, and the thing is, is that I listed the want first. And I did that on purpose because when you list the wants, really think about those things that you crave and fun activities that take time. For example, I want to binge watch some of my favorite old shows on the weekend all day on Saturday and Sunday. I don't want to do nothing else. I just want to binge watch and eat, and eat junk, <laughs> okay? Next one, I want to spend all day at the movies watching one after the other while eating popcorn and other treats from the concession stand. So that's on my want side. Now I go to the other side and write my needs, but something happens. I start to realize the negative outcomes of these wants, and suddenly the needs don't work, don't look so bad. On the side of watching old, old TV shows all day, um, for me it's the Golden Girls, Designing Women, you know how that goes, right? Lifetime, right? So I write on the other side, finish book, finish first book, and second project, which are almost done. Instead of doing that, I finish those things. Now, I can relax and watch a few old old shows afterwards. I'm not saying that's not a good thing because you have to relax. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that don't – don't negate, don't um, not do the things that could be actually have a good return on your investment. Because listen, if there's money to be made, <laughs> you know what to do, right? So we're not going to, the want can't be at, at an expense of our needs, right? Then on the other side, I talked about moving concession stands all day, right? And then on the other side of that list, needs, go to church, prayer time, and visit with family. We have to remember God, you know. We have to remember to honor God because he is the one that's going to be blessing us through this experience, and he is the one that created us, and he is the one that's going to 
give us what we need. I, well, I know all too well how devastating it is to miss time with family and friends, especially time that you're never going to get back when they're gone. So remember family and friends because that's important. Remember God, remember family, remember friends. So when I look at that, I see the real importance under the needs area. And, I, and again, not to say that going to the movies and relaxing and having fun is not important. Because it is. It's important to have fun. If going to the movies is enjoyable to you. Absolutely. But I'm looking at the all-day event. And, then of course, you see the wasted time. And, of course, concession is expensive. So you're also looking at the, the money that you've spent that could go to your savings and investing in your work. And like I said, it's fine every now and then, but if you know that you have a goal or you have more important things that should come before that, that's where that needs versus wants list will really be helpful. So take time to make your own needs versus wants list. You might surprise yourself. Finally, anticipation versus the one-day mentality. Now, we're talking about the setup for the win so we can accomplish things, right? So we have to get that mindset and stop uh, anticipation and stop saying one day. Because one day is now, one day is this year, no more delay, things can happen now. Anticipate that you will, re- you will reach your goals and realize your passion. Anticipate that you will win this time and anticipate your biggest visions becoming a reality. Anticipate those things. One day, that never comes. It, it's really, it, when you say that in your mind, it even gives you that sense of putting it off. You know, everybody says one day. One day means I'm putting it off. That's just the way it is. So as of today, what time is it? 3.46 p.m. on February 2nd, we are going to stop saying one day. Put it in your Write it down, put it in, and just say, hey, one day it's not going to work. All right, I'm doing an email check, and I've got another email from Anita Williams. Hey, Anita. Hey, Anita. This is Anita Shay's friend. Hello, hello. I, I came on later, but this is good stuff. Thank you so much. Is it possible to get a rebroadcast or a link to hear it in its entirety? Absolutely. When this show ends, it actually becomes available right away. So when you go on the www.blogtalkradio.com slash everydayfolksradio, you will see a link to this show, and you can listen to it pretty much right away, or at least within five minutes of the show ending. And then it's available on the uh, Blog Talk Radio list forever. We have shows that are dated three or four years back, so you can take a listen at any time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate you. All right, and so let's do a time check, 12 minutes. All right, so we talked about one day. We're removing that vague statement from future conversations, right? We're not going to say that anymore. We're going to say, I will, I anticipate, and I can. So don't just change the way you think, change the way you speak. Last thing before I go, I just want to say how happy I am that the government has reopened. Even if it's temporary, I'm glad for the federal workers who had a chance to go back and start earning money again and get, also get their well-deserved back pay. And I'm also glad to see how people stepped up to help with pop-up food pantries and donating to GoFundMe efforts and so much more. This is who we are. We are there for one another. And we have to continue to be there for one another in the future. Now, I don't know how long this, this uh, temporary situation is going to last, or even if it is temporary, maybe it will be permanent. But if you have the opportunity to help federal workers still, please do that, because I don't know how long it's going to take them to get their back pay. I don't know how long this is going to last. So if you see some GoFundMe efforts or you know some people, please continue to help them, because we all know the struggle. It's, it's really, really difficult. So give them, give them some time. All right. So you've got the changeables list. I'm going to go over it again because just in case you're just tuning in, I'm just going to go over just the list itself. 
And the changeable list is your how, your when, your who, once again, not who you are, but who you hang with, who you share things with, and who you work with. Number four, your what. Number five, your now. Number six, life changes. Number seven, interim opportunities. And number seven, number eight, rather, your surroundings may change. Now, the thing about change, right, is that it can be unnerving. You know, it, it can throw us off our game, it, and it can make us think, and sometimes it can make us think that we can't really move forward. But the great thing about change is that we discover, if we give ourselves the opportunity, we discover that we are stronger than we thought we were, and that we actually can handle more than we think we can. I know I discovered that for myself. And because, I mean, let's face it, if you have something devastating that happens to you, sometimes you don't think that you can, you can move forward. But then when you get that opportunity to realize that you can, it's such a great push and it's such a relief because because you can you can start to tense up right and you can start to think oh maybe i i maybe i i can't make it maybe i can't do this maybe what that person said to me was right and i'm here to tell you right now and i want to shut that down today they were not right you can move forward you do have the ability to adapt to change. You do have the ability to soar, and you are worth it. You are worthy because you were born. That's it. God has you here for a reason. Don't listen to the naysayers. Tell you, well, you know, now that this has happened, maybe, maybe you can't do this anymore. No, that's not true. Because one of the things that I thought about some of the lessons that I took, I took away from the, the, the recent shutdown and the reopening of the government. I thought about, uh, let me see, I got seven things here. I'm going to try to get them in before the show ends. Number one, to, to put your faith in God and his provisions. We see time and time again, a man will let you down, as the government has. But God will not only provide, but he will put place, people in place that will provide as well. We saw that with the pop-up um, pop-up places that were um, food banks and people helping each other. That was God-inspired. Let's face it. And there are great people in this world that we need to support. Now, our government has a lot of flaws, but we are seeing a shift. And that shift contains great people who want to do right by the citizens of this country and the people around this world. Pay attention to these people, these Kamala Harris's and these Cory Booker's and and uh, Michelle Obama and, and, and Barack Obama that can continue to do but Pay attention, you know, to these people because there are and, – and these new people that are coming into the Congress. There's a shift happening. And, yes, things are still tough, but we need to support those who are, actually, who are absolutely in our in – whether they be in the government or in our local communities that are ready to make some changes. Number three, develop an emergency fund and plans as soon as possible. You never know what life can throw at you. Number four, be kind to others because it comes back to you. It really does. Number five, develop a savings plan because we all know life happens. And, yes, and it it can wipe out our emergency. It can wipe out our savings plan. But as soon as you can, start building it again because life is funny like that. Number six, self-care. Self-care is so important. We need to take care of ourselves before we can really take care of others. And number things will get better. We have all heard the phrase, trouble don't last always. But we have to be vigilant because just like the supposed temporary end to the shutdown, life is life. But we have to be ready for the good, bad, and the ugly while continuing to remember that trouble don't last always. All right, last five minutes, I'm going to do another email check. I want to thank you ladies for sending the emails. I really appreciate it. 
And uh, tell a friend about the show because I'll be back on February 23rd for the 60th show. So make sure you come back for that and tell a friend as well. Uh, tell a lot of friends. Have a, have a listening party. And each of you call in and on your different numbers and let's get some some real uh, dialogue going because, you know, I'm, I'd love to hear from you on the phone. I love your email. So if, even after the show, if you have something to say, you know the email. Shoot the email to me and let me know, and we'll, and we'll chat about it on the next show. All right. So please make sure that you come back not only on February 23rd, but also on March the 9th, because that will be the show after that. And I'm going to have a little downtime in between because, as you, as you know, I've got a lot of things going on. I want to make sure that show number 60 is special and that the book that I'm writing will be great. So I'm working on all of that. In the meantime, check me out on my social media at Anike, at, on Facebook, Anike Passion Journey at, at uh, no, sorry, www.facebook.journeyintopassion with Anike S. That's my Facebook page. My blog is nikmadison.com. And um, don't forget, check out the Dedications Dance Academy, February 22nd to the 24th. Next Saturday, I will be at the Mangos Conference. Um, to, I'm going to be one of the speakers there. I'm very excited about it. And if you want to attend, information is going to be on my social media. Don't forget to, to check out Catch up with Everyday everyday Folks programming right here, www.blogtalkradio.com slash everydayfolksradio. And uh, lastly, before I go, got the last three minutes here. You know those those um, last, I say they come like the last five minutes of the news and you see these wonderful stories about people helping people, and I saw one where um, the, was that, uh, uh, Powell, um, Mr. Powell was helped by a stranger, and they both realized that they, they were both in the military, and, this, and if you look at the story, and you, and you look at the man, and you might have a, uh, you, you might have a pre, preconceived notion that he may be racist based on what he looks like. And then you see him helping this black man and you're thinking, hmm. But then you realize they both realized that they were military people and they realized that they had that in common. And so on the face of it, you might be thinking these people shouldn't, you think this guy's not going to help this guy. But he did because he saw the person, he saw a person in distress he didn't even know that it was Colin Powell. He just saw a guy in distress. And you look at those kind of stories, and, and there's all kinds of stories that, like that on those last five minutes of the news and people helping the, the little girl that has cancer. And, and you just see the person, right? So I, I love stories like that because I, want, I wish that the more people, and it's starting to look that way, but I wish more people would see that, see the person. See, what if, when you start to think about how am I going to support this person, how can I be there for this person, what can I do for the person, start to see the person themselves and start to put yourself in their shoes. Just because their, their dreams and their goals are different from yours doesn't, doesn't mean that you just, I don't know, just kind of look at them and say, well, what, what you're doing doesn't matter or just because you don't think that it matters um, based, based on your life experience, it matters to them. You know what I mean? So people as that person, look at, you know, this is a person with a dream. You're a person with a dream. So when you think about support, think about it in those terms. I hope that makes sense because I, I just love those kind of stories. Just look at the person. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. As always, I wish you great success on your journey into your passions. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Have a good time, but also remember your needs versus your wants. And think about that changeable list as just being adaptable because we have to be adaptable to different situations and we have to 
make sure that we are ready for change because that's life. Change is going to happen, and we got to be ready for it. That's it. All right. The lady just told me in my ear is 10 seconds, so I'm going to say goodbye for now. Thank you so much. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. God bless, and have a great day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.